0: Welcome to Building the Bakken Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Thank you, folks, for joining us this week on the most trusted energy brand in the Bakken today. As I mentioned a moment ago, Building the Bakken is part of the Crude Life Media Network, and we're not a political program, rather an informational brand. No polarizing talks, just conversations about facts of the energy industry. Here at the Crude Life Media Network, we generate positive energy. With programs like Building the Bakken, we're able to tell the stories of the people, the communities, and the companies within the industry, those who are involved with the evolution of the Bakken oil field and the oil and gas industry. And we've got a fantastic program in store for you today. Are you ready for this, folks? We check in with our weekly Davis Refinery update out in Belfield, North Dakota. We have the CEO of Meridian Energy Group. Meridian Energy Group is spearheading the Davis Refinery, which is, Looking at putting out about 49,500 BPDs, barrel per days, of Bakken crude oil. Really just a fantastic project up there in Belfield North Dakota. The first greenfield refinery built in the United States in almost 50 years. It is gonna have a couple thousand job impact. They're bringing in a few hundred uh, employees to the Davis Refinery, but there's been a study Anacortes, Washington, they did a uh, refinery study out there, and for every job a refinery brings in, it has a ripple effect of 12 to 20 out in the community. So you're looking at Dickinson, Beach, maybe Watford City, uh, a few places within, well, Watford might not be within driving distance, but you get the point, that within a driving distance of Bellfield, you're going to see an increase of a couple thousand people out there just from the Davis Refinery. You're going to read about this in history books, folks, and we've got the CEO William Prentice joining us in just a bit here on Building the and Radio. Okay, then we go up to Watford City. A little bit of some donations are going on. One Oak, uh, a few other companies, I think uh, um, Crestwood, a few other p- uh, companies, of course, have been donating. But uh, Lynn Welker of Welker Feevold, she's representing McKenzie County Healthcare Systems. And they got a $50,000 donation from One Oak. This, of course, coming after the $1 million gift to help kickstart the construction of that new hospital out in Watford City. Uh, Lynn Welker gives us kind of an up and down on really the untold story of oil and gas donating to these community emergency services, the staples of the community, if you will. You go to almost any oil and gas town in the country and your oil and gas service companies, your oil and gas companies, they are the ones that seem to be building the small towns. It's not the government, it is the oil and gas companies that seem to be not only paying taxes, but donating millions of dollars to make sure fire departments, to make sure health care providers, to make sure schools have all the necessities that they need. Well a lot of states say it's not in the budget, well, sometimes it needs to be in the budget, and oil and gas steps up all the time, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, the energy communities and culture part of our show. All right, then Small Business USA, we close the show with Matthew Giblet with Diversified Energy Services. We're going to talk about well testing and flowbacks in the energy industry. So if you're kind of a, somebody listening for the first time, you might want to stick around for that interview because that, we get a little technical, but it's not too technical that you're not going to understand because sometimes the oil and gas industry can become pretty complex. At the same time, it can become pretty simple too. All right. Building the Bakken Radio, we got a fantastic program. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you so much for choosing us. We know you have a lot of choices when it comes to your content selections. You know, you can get your news on uh, your your, um, computer that works as a phone these days, your handheld computer that also is a communication device. You guys call it a cell phone. Can get it on your iPad, your laptop, you can get it from your newspaper, your radio, you can get it from a lot of different places. In fact, I went to fill up gas the other day, and now some of these gas stations have television monitors right out at the pump. And Steve Harvey's giving me news now. So I thank you folks from the bottom of my heart. Choosing Building the Bakken Radio to get your information. Uh, because there's a lot of there's a lot of places out there, so uh, we're not going to take your listening time for granted. So I'm going to shut up, go to a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have William Prentice, the CEO. We go right to the top of Meridian Energy Group. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Building the Bakken Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. I'm, walking,
1: I'm talking, I'm
2: smoking, I'm joking with the people that I know. Jason Speece, the most trusted voice in the Bakken.
3: Let's bring in Jason Speece, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Speece.
4: No one does an interview like Jason Speece. Jason Speece is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Speece on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online.
2: You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. <laughs> this is a good thing.
4: Is your boss watching this? You need a raise.
0: Welcome back to Building the Bakken Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Up next, William Prentice, the CEO of Meridian Energy Group, talking about the Davis Refinery.
2: So we did that in October of 2016, and it took us 20 months to go through that process. That, that's an example of an environmental uh, type of permit where there are certain emissions uh, limitations that you have to come in under, and that's pure science, that's pure engineering. But it gets very, very granular. I mean, you, we have to show them every single type of equipment we're going to use. Every single uh, piece of equipment has to be sized to the extent you can, short of detailed design. And, yeah, that's that's a pure engineering permit. And the Department of Health takes a look at every single piece of that and make us provide backup for everything that they, that we say we're going to do. And every aspect of that that constitutes a piece of control technology, like uh, the way you limit NOx uh, emissions from a heater, for instance, uh, has to do with the design of the burners. And we have to show them exactly what we're going to do in each case. So, yeah, it's it's very scientific. But, you know, within, within the kinds of things that engineers do, you have a lot of room in there where you have to make sure that the right assumptions were made and that the right kind of calculations were conducted. Uh, then there's that whole area there called the monitoring that the health department requires. And that's an enormously complicated uh, um, engineering task. And one would say it's almost an art form. So we had to go out and find the firm in the United States that's a, a nationally recognized expert in doing this in order to make sure that, that this was done properly and that the health department would appreciate what we'd we accomplished there. So yeah, even though it's it's pretty cut and dried from a, a logical point of view, that doesn't mean it's any more any less complicated to get it done right. And yeah, we, we went through a lot both on the more subjective side for the siting permit and on the pure engineering side. It's been a very intense couple of years getting these permits done.
0: To listen to the full-length interview with William Prentice, the CEO of Meridian Energy Group, or to listen to other Building the Bakken features, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. Building the Bakken Radio is part of the Crude Life Media Network. We have a nice, vast social media audience, about 350,000 followers within our little shale properties. And if you want to go to thecrudelife.com and click on the social media tabs, we have all of our social media pages listed right there on the social media page at thecrudelife.com. And if you'd like to be one of our energy enthusiasts, one of our 350,000 followers on our social media sites, please check it out, follow, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. We appreciate it very much. My name is Jason Spees. This is Building the Bakken Radio Heard on the Crude Life
4: Media Network.
2: Jason Speece, the most trusted voice in the Bakken.
3: Let's bring in Jason Speece, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Speece.
4: No one does an interview like Jason Speece. Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online.
2: You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. (laughs) This is a good thing.
4: Is your boss watching this? You need a raise.
5: You're my pineapple, baby, let me be your mango man. You're my pineapple, baby, let me be your mango
4: Welcome
0: back to Building the Bakken Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Up next, we have Lynn Welker with Welker Feevold, but she's representing the McKenzie County Healthcare Systems, talking about the recent $50,000 donation from One Oak.
1: Lynn Welker, representing McKenzie County Healthcare Systems.
0: Outstanding. Thank you for joining us here today with the Crude Life Media Network, and uh, a great story that we've, we, we have here, and just talking a little bit uh, before we got on here, it sounds like there's going to be more good news from this year. I thought uh, uh, you know the f- big donation that One Oak had for the McKenzie County uh, healthcare systems was kind of what we were going to be talking about, but it sounds like some other companies have donated too in the past, and so we're going to talk about a few companies. But let's start off by just the One Oak uh, I believe it's $50,000 over at the McKenzie County Healthcare System. So, um, how, how are you doing today, Lynn?
1: I'm great. Thanks for representing us on the show today, Jason. We're excited about the new healthcare facility in Watford City. As you might know, July 1st, uh, we opened the doors uh, to a new $76 million facility. Um, to really address the needs um, of the local community and surrounding area regarding healthcare, and needed to create an expansion really to address all of the additional people in the Watford City area.
0: So, this healthcare system is this, I mean, we're talking like a hospital, or, or is it beyond that, or is it uh, kind of a hybrid of certain things? Explain the uh, healthcare systems this, this building.
1: Sure, it's a hospital, long-term care facility, clinic. Uh, we have an emergency department too, as well as an urgent care facility. And connected to that is a well in the same campus area is a wellness center. So really, um, all of those facets uh, that we address here. And anyone who may have had an experience in the old facility would know there was one emergency room, and now the new facility has nine, which is exciting because we're able to more efficiently address uh, any of those uh, patients uh, entering into the emergency scene. And really, this brings me to One Oaks gift, Jason. They've so generously contributed first $1 million uh, toward an emergency room. Uh, in the emergency department at the new facility and recently another $50,000 for a surgical table because in the new hospital, uh, now we'll actually uh, have two operating rooms where surgeries have not previously been performed.
0: This is the thing that just blows me away about the energy industry is they pay a lot of taxes and then they're constantly giving uh, to a lot of these, what I like to call staples of communities. Um, they They give it elsewhere too, but it just really seems like the different oil uh, towns that I go through go, go to across the United States, whether it's in the Bakken or the Permian or the d j Niobrera it just seems like the energy companies seem to really make sure these uh, basic uh, emergency services and staple services are really taken care of and if if one oak's donating you know a million dollars and then fifty grand you know, the next year, that sort of thing, um, they've really seemed to have done that. Are you finding, and you mentioned some some of the other companies are donating too, just r- run with that statement a little bit with your observations. Do you see that, that they seem to really make sure that a lot of these staple services are taken care of?
1: I couldn't agree more. Uh, in the Watford City area, there are so many generous uh, oil and gas operators, along with midstream companies, who have really helped. A variety of healthcare and wellness projects come to fruition. Um, we've had, you know, Targa came forward and really helped out um, in our pre operative care unit um, that we have now, which is connected to our, our surgical areas so that we're able to provide orthopedic surgery down the road, um, other surgeries as needed right here in our facility, which is amazing because prior. Individuals would have to travel to other communities for surgery, which means you have a spouse uh, or a friend, someone taking the day off of work to travel with you. Then you have the added expense of a hotel room. So the companies who are coming forward to help us with improved equipment and being able to really help offset the expenses of this facility are amazing. Uh, Of course, we have Crestwood uh, Midstream assisting with a nursing station So in the new hospital, we have 24 inpatient rooms, and the nursing station that they provided is pivotal uh, to being able to serve those patients as well. Uh, Certainly, others have stepped to the plate as well. Um, Here in the community, uh, XTO Energy uh, would be one of those, and the list goes on uh, from equipment uh, to different rooms. And then here in Watford City, I would call the community just very generous. Overall, um, in addition to the oil and gas industry, certainly the banking community, uh, mineral owners in the area, a number of organizations have helped bring this project full circle. And we continue to work toward collecting donations because improving the equipment that we have allows us uh, to provide quicker and more expedient services and results to patients.
0: Kind of looking at, um, the event that took place with uh, the donation from One Oak. And I saw that the Lieutenant Governor's wife attended, uh, Sandra Sanford. Yeah. Um, Brent Sanford's been a guest on the program many times. And we had, um, what's his name? Daniel Stenberg from Wadford City, McKinsey County Economic Development Corporation, so you kind of had a a lot of different um I guess people who have grown up there and people who have, have have moved and come back and people who are involved in the economic sector. Two part question here. What, what what are you hearing from some of the uh you know the local leaders like uh like a Sandra Sanford who's pretty well connected to the governor's office and and uh some of the local businesses, that sort of thing. And then secondly, what are some of your observations when, when, when you're there as far as... Watford City is supposed to be the hotbed, you know. It's it's the heart of the Bakken right now, and we've got, you know, record barrels. And I think a lot of people think it's, you know, like the old Bakken boom days where, you know, people are parachuting out of the sky trying to drill. <laughs> and that's not the case, you know. It just it seems like it's more of a steady industry. And this, this to me, is another sign that shows that there's a kind of a slow growth happening, but it's a steady, positive growth. Um, so I guess, what are some of your observations and then some of the comments you're hearing from some of the leaders?
1: Well, I would say, you know, first of all, we've been very fortunate to have a lot of uh, local leaders support this project. Um, certainly appreciate the remarks from Lieutenant Governor Brent Stanford and his wife. Sandy. Uh, She attended the event and does have a background in healthcare herself and really offered some wonderful comments on how important it is uh, to be able to provide for healthcare services locally, especially as we have a lot of young families and new families uh, moving to the Watford City area. As you know, she and Brent moved back to the area um, many years ago and she remarked that it's a consideration for any family. When they move uh, to take a look at what's offered from a healthcare perspective. So, certainly appreciate their support, and it was wonderful that she was able to join us at the event. Uh, here in the community, I would say that uh, Watford City in general is an awesome place to be.
0: Lynn Welker talking about the McKinsey County healthcare system. I'm going to ask you just to hold that thought for a moment or two. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Lynn Welker. She's with Welker Fevold, uh, also representing McKinsey County Healthcare System. As we talk about the uh, gifts and donations from the energy companies to the oil and gas communities, their emergency services, their fire departments, their their uh, schools, all kinds of good things happening when it comes to the oil and gas industry supporting local communities. Lynn Welker, in just a moment. My name is Jason Spees. This is Building the Bakken Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network.
5: Back to the ways. Oh, 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 back to the way oh, 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 back to the ways. Back to the way.
1: Oh, oh, the, oh, oh,
0: the, the music on today's program is written and performed by the Moody River Band. For more information on the Moody River Band, their links, and their music, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com and click on the musicians tab. This is the Moody River Band.
4: Energy Group of Belfield, North Dakota, is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet the davis refinery a project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before the davis refinery working for north dakota meridian energy group inc.com jason speece the most trusted voice in the bakken
3: let's bring in jason speece who is a multimedia journalist in north dakota jason what's your thought on this my dad always listens to jason speece
4: no one does an interview like jason speece Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online.
2: You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. <laughs> this is a good thing.
4: Is your boss watching this? You need a raise.
2: Well, I was
5: years
4: old when John Lennon died. Well, I was 23 when George said
0: Welcome back to Building the Bakken Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Up next, we continue our conversation with Lynn Welker. She's with Welker Feevold. They're representing McKenzie County Healthcare Systems, talking about the $50,000 and the million-dollar gift that One Oak, as well as other oil and gas companies have given the uh, emergency services in Watford City. This is Lynn Welker. We continue our conversation.
1: City in general is an awesome place to be. And having this facility here um, to really expand the health care services available uh, to local citizens is a draw because there is a great deal of oil and gas activity here, as you know. And so we want to be able to accommodate the people who are here and the people that move here uh, for their health care services. And I would say, we've received excellent support. And you mentioned Daniel Stenberg, he's done a great job as the economic development director here in McKenzie County, uh, really supporting and helping to promote um, programs that we offer there because we're trying to create awareness so people understand that many of the services that that they're seeking are now offered here in the community. And with the new hospital, uh, we now have an MRI machine in the facility where we didn't, in the old one, along with 3D mammography. So these are preventive and uh, services that we try to offer and make available uh, for people who need those results quickly. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully I answered all of your questions. There, uh, The local support's been amazing, and we love having oil and gas here in the community, and, you know, one awesome story that I'd like to share about One Oak in particular. Um, you may know uh, that on July 10th, Watford City was uh, struck by a tornado. Certainly that's nothing that a community can plan for. And at the old facility, like I mentioned, one emergency room. And, and here at the new facility, we literally opened the door July 1st, and then we were presented with a natural disaster on July 10th. And thank you to the gifts from One Oak. Um, Those costs were offset in our emergency area. And the area that they donated really served as ground zero for triaging patients. So 26 people presented to our ER in a matter of 45 minutes. And it takes a team. We had so many people in the community, um, including all of the staff in McKenzie County Healthcare System, Uh, showing up to help coordinate flights, to help serve uh, optometry needs. Um, So Dr. Norby was there to help out, Dr. Ramage, uh, much of the nursing staff, all hands on deck to really help families in time of need. So when people ask me, you know, are nine emergency rooms too many for a city like, you know, the size of Watford City, I have to say can't prepare enough for an event like that and because of One Oaks donation, we were able to effectively serve those people in their time of need. And since July 1st, our emergency department has seen over 1,600 patients. So that area in our facility is pivotal. No one is, is in the ER because they feel fine. <laughs> They're expecting you know, quick care, quick analysis, and now we have a helipad on location so if an individual needs to be transported to the next facility, we're able to do so very quickly.
0: You know, I've said for a long time since, well, probably since I started the program back in 2012, um, what's going on out in western North Dakota is truly historic to where I believe it will be in history books. I believe the shale revolution, it is changing communities so much that, Look at Watford City. Watford City is going to be a completely different town in 10 years. Completely different town than it was 10 years ago. You're
1: right. And and there's so much to offer uh, for individuals seeking opportunities here. So many companies right now are, are looking for employees. And the exciting thing about Watford City is really the healthcare system is amazing. We have a new facility. There's an awesome rec center here. Um, lots of outdoor hiking and trails, and I've traveled quite a bit myself, Jason, and uh, my two favorite sunset states are North Dakota and Nebraska. They're difficult to beat, and I'm biased being a from Nebraska originally, but so much to offer for families here, and the people in North Dakota are some of the most hospitable you'll ever find. It's the perfect blend of... Um, for the oil and gas industry as well, and, and seeking employees because it's a great place uh, for people to locate
0: to. Well, uh, Lynn Welker, representing McKinsey County Healthcare Systems, I do thank you for joining us because um, the one thing I think that goes unsung a lot is these major donations by the energy companies, because you know this as well as I do. The energy companies, they don't like to brag. And, and, and so one of the things that I wanted to do was to get you to come on and talk a little bit about some of these donations, because as these towns and uh, history books are being written and everything, I hope the energy industry has a part in it. And, and because they've, they've played a part in it and, um, you know, it's, it's, they really seem to come. There is such a rebuilding going on in Western North Dakota. I mean, they, they're, they're rebuilding a lot of the roads, a lot of those roads were just put on top of clay or, you know, the, kind of that muck stuff. And so uh, they get a rain in and they kind of whoosh right off. The, the, the roads will just fly right off. And so the energy companies will come in and rebuild some of this stuff. I mean, that's amazing to me because they do pay a few taxes already. So like
1: <laughs> A wonderful um, partner to local health care here which is in turn a benefit um, to those operators as well Jason because they're recruiting um, truly there are wellness benefits to their staff available here but also we're thankful uh, that we have those operators here um, and the midstream operators companies like One Oak who have stepped up to the plate in such a major way because of their gift, we're able to provide more to the community and a better quality of machine and really additional services. So we love oil and gas in Watford City, and I can't tell you how thankful I am for the gift that One Oak provided, both the million-dollar gift for the emergency room and then the $50,000 gift for a surgical table, because equipment's expensive uh, in a hospital setting, and there are many components that you have to to think about uh, with the price tags that come on those and the, the service that you want to provide to people, so truly they're uh, generous neighbor and we love having
0: them here. To listen to the full-length interview with Lynn Welker of Welker Feebold or to listen to other Building the Bakken features, visit com. That's thecrudelife.com. And while you're at thecrudelife.com, click on our social media tab and you can see a list of social media sites that we have. And if you tally them all up, they equal 350,000 plus followers. We'd ask you to be a part of our subscription, our follow base, our like, and that sort of thing. Like, follow, subscribe. That's right. Those are the social media buzzwords. So if you could do that, we'd appreciate it very much. We have about 350,000 energy enthusiasts following our work. That is thecrudelife.com. Click on the social media tab. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Building the Bakken Radio Heard and the Crude Life Media Network. The music on today's program is written and performed by the Moody River Band. For more information on the Moody River Band, their links, and their music, visit thecrudelife.com. That's the crudelife.com and click on the musicians tab. This is the Moody River Band.
2: We all do what we do so we can serve. Jason Speece, the most trusted voice in the Bakken.
3: Let's bring in Jason Speece, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Speece.
4: No one does an interview like Jason Speece. Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online.
2: You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. (laughs) This is a good
4: thing. Is your boss watching this? You need a raise. Meridian Energy Group of Belfield, North Dakota, is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet. The Davis Refinery, a project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before. The Davis Refinery, working for North Dakota. Meridian Energy Group, Inc. Dot com.
0: Welcome back to Building the Bakken Radio Heard and the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies and I'm your host today. Up next, Matthew Giblet with Diversified Energy Services.
5: My name is Matt Giblet. I'm with Diversified Energy Services.
0: And where are you based out of?
5: We're based out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma.
0: Okay, great. And uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, do you guys stick around? you know the scoop and the stack, or do you get into some other shale plays that are outside of uh, the state of Oklahoma?
5: Yeah, so we work in the uh, Permian uh, Basin and uh, a little bit in the JD Basin, uh, out in Wyoming and Colorado, a little bit, not much, but primarily the scoop stack and the merge, and and uh, down in West Texas, middle of oh, like area.
0: No kidding, you guys are up in Wyoming, huh?
5: A little bit. We worked out there with a couple of companies.
0: Okay, so uh, Diversified Energy Services, uh, talk to me about what it is you guys do. Are you guys an oil company, a midstream company? Just uh, talk to me about your services and that sort of thing.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, we're an upstream company, so we're a floating well-testing company. We come in and, uh, and, uh, at the frack, we provide just tank, like tank and iron, general support at the frack, which is where they go in and obviously frack the well. And then, uh, after that, we, uh, catch the debris coming out of the well. Immediately after the frack, when they do their, their, uh, drill outs, we catch the plug debris, which comes off of the, uh, after the uh the initial uh operation from the frack and the perf and then after that we uh test the well and make sure it comes online and make sure that uh, everything is uh good to go and uh and uh fill out our reports every day and turn them in and let them decide what they're going to do with the well from there and turn over to production and keep a few pieces on there and and then once they decide to Release and go to the tank batteries and go to commercial
0: and go to sales. We we get our iron
5: and go home. Talk to me hopefully to
0: the next well. And you mentioned that you guys are doing flowback and well testing, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about that more in detail. Um, That's that's kind of a a hot item right now. A lot of people are talking about that because it's making the oil companies money.
5: Well. uh, Just to stay really specific on on kind of what we do, it's really it's pretty broad ranging uh, kind of expertise, I guess you could say. So flowback and well testing uh, pivots primarily on the uh, the talent end of it. So it's not really that unlike maybe running a piece of equipment, for instance. Uh, The operator, the flowback hand, the operator is the one who really makes the difference. So you've got, I guess I really need to probably start at the beginning. Where so You you know, they frack the well, so they go down and frack the well, and uh, they set plugs in between each frack. And uh, then, hold on a second. Let me get
0: this. No, that's and okay. Then, it's, it was, it was kind then, of a pop quiz, you know what I mean?
5: <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a pop quiz, so... Uh, you have the frack, then you have uh, where they frack and they, they put plugs in between each stage uh, in between each frack. and so there's pressure held there uh, and uh, we, and then after that of course they come in and they drill the plugs out that way they can bring all of the uh, the uh, natural gas the oil and uh, to the surface so that they can sell it well so they come in they drill that out as they drill that out obviously the pressure brings everything to the top we catch separate isolate and kind of uh just kind of make sure that the clean out on the well bore goes you know smoothly without a hitch that's kind of the middle of the process the drill out and then of course after the drill out uh you're going to try and in. uh uh, kind of look at the viability of the well, how it's producing, how much oil, how much gas you're getting, how much water you're getting for every barrel of, of oil. Uh, you get a, a lot of water usually, and and we kind of we just keep track of that with an Excel spreadsheet, turn it into the engineers, and then uh, as it kind of settles down and, and becomes more. Uh, oh, I don't know, uh, you get a long-term idea of what the world's going to do. It goes to production, and uh, a lot of companies are different. And then uh, on what they call completions of productions, and so that's a whole other whole subject. But uh, once it's kind of settled out a little bit, uh, we, get, we take everything to the tank batteries. You've got water in one tank battery, you got oil in the other, and the gas goes right down the sales line, and... and uh, Everything kind of settles out and smooths out and and once they feel like that they don't need us anymore to monitor the well or to test the well, we'll call it well testing, and then uh, they'll either move on, move us on to another another job or uh, you know they release the iron and, and we go on our way.
0: Are there any similarities from well to well, or are they just each one is unique in its own in its own way?
5: Oh, yeah, you know, that goes back to the, to the forehands, the operators. They are truly the uh, most important asset that we have, and uh, which is something that makes us different as a company.
0: To listen to the full-length interview with Matthew Giblet with Diversified Energy Services or to listen to other Building the Bakken features, visit thecrudelife.com. That's com. Building the Bakken Radio is part of the Crude Life Media Network. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. All of those social media links can be found at CrudeLife.com. And we ask you if you want to check out the different social media sites that we have. They equal about 350,000 followers we have here at the Crude Life Media Network. But we're asking people to subscribe, to like, to share, to do all that fun stuff that social media allows you to do. And we appreciate it very much. My name is Jason Spies. This is Building the Bakken Radio, heard on the crude light. And that concludes another awesome episode of Building the Bakken Radio. And I would like to personally thank each and every one of you who listened and tuned in our program this week. There are so many options out there for content and entertainment today, and we are so grateful that you have chosen Building the Bakken Radio and the Crude Life Media Network for your option today. Again, thank you once again for listening to our po- program, our non political, non polarizing program known as Building the Bakken Radio. Now, was there an interview that you wanted to check out? Well, you can access past shows, features, and full length interviews at thecrudelife.com. We would also like to invite you to be a part of our social media network. Join our ever-growing army of energy enthusiasts. We have quite a presence in many of the shale plays like the Permian, Eagleford, Marcellus, Niobrara, and many, many more. It's all part of the Crude Life Media Network. Check us out. If you go to crudelife.com, click on our social media tabs, we've got a list of our social media sites, over 350,000 followers, we're strong, we're growing every day when we invite you to be a part of our social media network here at the Crude Life Media Network. Now, when you're at CrudeLife.com, be sure to click on our sponsors page. These sponsors make this program happen. Now, we've got some outstanding sponsors here at the Crude Life Media Network, and we ask you to please support them when you can. You know what, heck, just reach out and say hello sometime. That's nothing like a nice hello. Click on the sponsors page, Check them out, crudelife.com. Thank you once again for listening to Building the Bakken Radio this week. We will be back next week right here on this radio station at this time once again. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Building the Bakken Radio heard on the Crude Life Media Network. Thank you once again for joining us this week. And remember, keep calm and frack on. You've
5: been
2: you'd never been born.
5: All I can say is that you try to and try now
2: to get your mind
5: blown
2: Jason Speece, the most trusted voice
4: in the Bakken
3: Let's bring in Jason Speece who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota Jason, what's your thoughts on this? My dad always listens to Jason Speece
4: No one does an interview like Jason Speece Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online.
2: You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. (laughs) This is a
4: good thing. Is your boss watching this? You need a raise. Meridian Energy Group of Belfield, North Dakota, is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet the davis refinery a project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before the davis refinery working for north dakota meridian energy group inc.com